The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Hello, this is Homeboy88 for the Video Game Connection. Join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear. Join Ivan, Big Tom, and myself as we review the latest games, up-to-date gaming news, and game previews all in comedic form. It's a jam-packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs. Listen to the Video Game Connection wherever you listen to podcasts. Except Walmart. Never Walmart. Keep gaming and keep listening to the Video Game Connection. Team and God, it's about to be drinking all the gold. Oh, 420 says we just smoked your asses. Night on SmackDown. There is a bar momentous of occasions. This is Friday Night Smackdown. A triple threat of protection with home, auto, and more. And a story 
of this historic company. Tonight, champions RK-Pro take on the longest tag team championship unification match. Say this real slow. A tag team title. Two titles right here. Two titles right here. <laughs> yeah. And watch this. Riddle with a knee. Urban not pleased about that. He's incensed by the disc knee. To our tribal chief, John. Listen to these two numbers, Pat. Roman Reigns. His cousins, the Usos. See, tonight's special. Tonight is a tribal chief. No, 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 no. Tonight, you ignore. Which means tonight, you. Wise man. That's my tribal chief. Ladies, tonight in the history of. You see, what we have on the island of Rallies is the goat. Undisputed, the great. You can take your Hulk Hogan's. You can take your Stone Coldsons. You can take your Brock Lesnar's all up. And that's what would happen if they all trained. They would be stacked up and smashed all time. Roman. And while you sit there, have to acknowledge each and every single's the position of being the greatest tribal chief on the island of relevancy. So what? What that team of all time? And I'm in the ring with the descendants, the direct, so to claim greatest tag team of all time would be pretty disrespectful if you don't accomplished. What is that accomplishment? To be the longest reigning SmackDown Tag Team Champ. To be SmackDown Tag Team Champions and Raw Tag. Have to defeat Randy Orton and Riddle are. Let's give credit where credit's due. In the history of Monday Night Raw. These news.
and it's not enough just to be ladies and gentlemen the usos will they won't come home to the island of tonight the usos we're greatest tag team of all time tenuous of the world and that labor And I expect you, the only reason I have these ex- Pressure after the words of Paul Heyman to deliver. Winners take all, title for title. Or don't go home to the island of relevance. The doctor telling us during the break by Riddle. Riddle appears to be doing better in this matchup, but the Usos are attacking. Special counsel the bloodline. Paul Heyman joining us here at ringside. Typical Usos, Paul, focusing on an injury. Uh, well, you know, let's give credit where credit's due. How about Riddle? What a stud. Oh, what an athlete. What a man not to give up, to continue on in the fight. But the Usos have no mercy. And you see Randy Orton, he understands his partner's in trouble. Randy needs to get into this matchup. But the Usos doing a great job isolating Riddle from his partner, from his corner. Think about the pressure on the Usos. How many decades of dominance in this business, wise man? Five, six, seven. Ooh. Look at headbutt again to the hip. The injured hip of Riddle. The Usos now dissecting one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions. The Usos so dangerous. The reason they're the longest reigning SmackDown champs in history. Could be a bone bruise for Riddle. And look at Jimmy taunting Riddle. And again, as you take another look at the cause of the original injury. Riddle. Can't be anywhere near 100%. Paul, where is Roman Reigns? Where is the undisputed WWE Universal Champion watching this? Watching, preparing for a life without the Usos in the bloodline or life holding all the gold in WWE. And the WWE fans trying to rally Riddle. Fingertips away from Orton. Can he get there? Not quite. Oh, what a back suplex by Jimmy Uso, and Jimmy quieting the crowd, and the tag made to Jay, and here comes main event, Jay Uso. Silencing the critics. Good point, Mr. Heyman. Thank you, Mr. Cole. You're welcome, Mr. Cole. You're welcome, Mr. Heyman. Thank you, Mr. Cole and Mr. Heyman, for allowing me to be here with both of you gentlemen tonight. Like old times, Paul, huh? And now missed by Jay and Riddle trying to rally. Oh, and there's that back knee strike. Jay's in trouble. Riddle's got a chance. Riddle hit Roman Reigns with that same knee just one week ago. Where is 
Chase from digging down deep, trying to make it to Randy Orton. Tag to Jimmy. You're getting nervous, Mr. Heyman. How could you not be with one of the goats? Hello! Jey Uso the wherewithal to drag his brother to the corner and make the tag. There's a reason we're trending number one in the United States. Randy went for the RKO. Riddle made the tag. Super kick by Jay. Riddle the legal man. Ducks underneath. Caught him with a big roundhouse kick. With a bruised hit, this dude. How is Riddle doing this? Before the break, we didn't even know if he'd be able to continue the match. What a fisherman suplex. Try to stop by a couple of the local vitamin shops. The warning, the centaur. Pop up, neck breaker. Cover by Jay to unify the titles. Kick out by Riddle. Mr. Heyman awfully quiet as we take another look at this incredible feat of athleticism by Jay Uso. Paul, what's the matter? Usually they're out here spewing the greatness of the bloodline. Very tense time, obviously, for Mr. Heyman, Roman Reigns, and the Usos. Unification of the Raw and SmackDown Tag Team titles on the line. What did you expect, Paulie? What did you expect? You think RK Bro is just going to roll over? This is going to be a night they talk about forever in the WWE. Riddle went up top. And Jey Uso made him pay. Riddle has absorbed a ton of punishment. In this match, the stakes are extreme. So I, I guess Mr. Heyman has done the commentary. He's taken his headset off. He looks very disappointed. Meanwhile, Riddle meeting Jay. Top rope. Oh, he, he's going to go for a super RKO. Jay trying to counter. Cousins, Gary 
that the bloodline will be chatted about as the greatest of all time. Riddle here in front of us. The Usos on the other side of the ring attacking Randy Orton. The bloodline, Pat, I believe, about to deliver a bloodbath. Forget about ratings. Forget about who's in the main event. Just look at who has all the unified champions in this business. Guillotine, guillotine locked in. Guillotine locked in and out step off the face of Randy Orton. The face of the A-Show. Riddle's fading. Roman Reigns. Out here with you in What the hell? Oh, God. Jay, get down. What the hell are you doing? Jay, get down from there. Riddle can't move. The Usos make history, unifying the SmackDown and Raw Tag Team titles. The Bloodline has all the gold, and Pat, all there is left to say is acknowledge the Bloodline. The greatest faction in the history of this business just went shot. Giovanni, and now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition, is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Jeff Lipman.
what that means. It means it's the Friday Night Smack Talk with your host, myself, Jimmy T, and my co-host, Dr. Jeff Littman. Welcome back to the Friday Night Smack Talk right here on the PwC. How's things, man? Things are all right. What's going on, everyone? Yeah, what is going on, everyone? And you know what, man? I just want to say I was actually quite happy with this SmackDown this past Friday night. I didn't think it was a bad show. I mean, it's be- it's been better than most weeks, in my opinion, Jeff. Every segment made sense. I mean, you know, I mean, anyone follows me on Twitter knows that I grade WWE programming on a, on a curve starting with minus. So I start SmackDown with minus two just because of the formulaic nature of WWE programming um, with the recaps and all. But yeah, I mean, with the exception of uh, Corbin, which I mean, for him wasn't terrible, but he sort of got go home heat period. But yeah, no, I mean, every segment made sense and some of it was even entertaining. So yeah, it was, it was um, I think they had two shows in a row that, that were okay, were pretty good after some doldrums. Absolutely. And the show opens up with a hype reel for the tag title unification match. And then the bloodline make the entrance. Roman Reigns asks Grand Rapids to acknowledge him and continues talking about how special tonight is because you're not just acknowledging him tonight, you acknowledge his cousins, the Usos, and thus, the Bloodline. Paul Heyman welcomes us to the single biggest night in the history of tag team wrestling, Jeff. He puts Roman over as the GOAT over a litany of top stars over years past. You can stack them all up and they'd get smashed and pinned by Reigns, and further, He talks about the Usos and their claim to being the greatest tag team of all time and says they will reinforce the legitimacy of their claim if they unify the belts. Something no other team has ever done with these versions of the titles, Jeff. What do you think so far of this opening promo? Even Afa and Sika? Even Afa and Sika, and I was going to get to that, actually. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I I actually thought this was a great promo. I mean, it was, except that the, the brand split tag teams are only a few years old. So talk about Afa and Sika, who most of their careers were from the mid-70s to the early 80s. Was a, You know, I mean, I, I see the tie-in, but anybody who remembers wrestling, you know, <laughs> would, would know that that's not the case. But, yeah, no, it was, it was a good pro- promo. Paul, Paul Heyman's always good. Um, you know, I, I hear people out there in the Internet sphere, and, and they're right, saying there's been plenty of belt collectors and FTR right now has two titles of, uh, right. you know, one real promotion and one not exactly a real promotion. But uh, yeah, this, this was cool. I mean, you know, they're playing in the stage and in in the play that they're in. These are the, the two most important titles and this is history. Absolutely. Well, Heyman goes on to say it's not enough just to be the cousins of the Tribal Chiefs. So tonight they'll come home as the undisputed tag team champions or they won't come home at all. Tonight they'll beat RK Bro and become the greatest tag team of all time. And that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler, as Hayman would put it. Roman goes on to say he tells his cousins that they know what he wants and he expects them to deliver. The only reason he has these expectations is because he loves them and brings him in for a hug as Shinsuke Nakamura makes his entrance to send us to the break. Why did it look like with Roman in particular, like as the camera panned in right on him, it was almost like... He could possibly turn on the Usos. I doubt that will happen, but that's the impression we got. Strategery. Absolutely strategic. It was for drama. TNT isn't the only network that knows drama. Yeah, did you hear that, TK? TNT ain't the only one 
That's all about drama. But it's true. It's all about Fox right here. We smack talk and smack down. Like we were saying just before, it was a great little segment. It got me pretty hyped up actually for the main event, but we'll get to that as we move on to Sami Zayn versus. I took Chiefs it as a shot at at uh, Jungle Boy actually, because oh. Fox had nine hundred two and zero, which was a nighttime drama, and so they're telling you directly that that you know Fox knows drama. Nine hundred two and zero had had um, Luke Perry, who can act better yeah, than the right, son, right. so obviously it was a direct shot at AEW. Clearly, <laughs> well, if it was, it'd be great. But uh, yeah, as I was saying, we move on to Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, pretty decent back and forth type of match, but Shinsuke obviously gets the win with the Kinshasa as he sort of tricks uh, Sami Zayn on getting back into the ring as he was about to get counted out. Can we pause for just a second? Like WWE has fallen really in love with this count out for two end resolutions where someone just beats a count out and walks into another move kind of thing. But they're, they're really loving this close to count out as sort of a plot device in resolving matches a little bit too much already. Well, they, you know how that goes. Once they do it one week, they do it two weeks. Heck, they won't even do it three weeks. So <laughs> it is. I would count it out. I, <laughs> I didn't even intend that pun. Um, but yeah, I, I fear that we're going to start seeing this more and more. But I mean, listen, it's clever every now and then. But <laughs> when you do something in these spurts like this, it, it sort of loses its effectiveness. That's it. This was fine. I mean, you know, you want to see, you know, Sammy's a guy that's there mostly to lose and to be an antagonist and agent provocateur and, you know, be a semi-comedy character. It's fine. That, that That's his role. And people seem to think that Nakamura's got something. I'm not one of those people, but he gets a win. There you go. Well, I am one of those people, actually, Jeff. And I actually I think, right, I actually think Shinsuke is actually looking better than he has in years, to be honest, Jeff. No. We'll see. We'll see where they go with that. They are implying that He's got I, I do notice that you're able to say his anglicized name without inserting the extra vowel that's without that's any problem. That's because I've known Shinsuke Nakamura for many years, Jeff. <laughs> well, I only know Shinsuke. <laughs> well, anyway, as I was saying, Shinsuke wins with the Kinshasa, and then we get Happy Corbin making his entrance, and he's is he even like lost is he even happy here jeff i mean he's he's hosting happy talk after the break i mean he looks very serious after what he did to mad cat monster the week before yeah i mean the one time he should be happy is after he did that devastating like uber pilmanization with a uh, andrew the giant trophy but <laughs> no you're right he did he didn't look particularly happy though he was rocking a, a fancy hat on a fast fancy watch i wonder if he tells us about it well, he does, actually. As he says, he knows he says this every week, but this is the happiest he's been, and none of us can understand how happy he is. He talks about how expensive his, his dopey hat and watch are and says he's happy because he read WWE of the mouth-breathing moron, Madcap Moss. you remember the dollar amounts? The hat was $12,000 on the watch. Wasn't the watch it? was $30,000. I thought $30, it was, was 17000 the hat. And then to Pat McAfee go, that's a nice hat. <laughs> <laughs> Pat McAfee was on fire tonight, man, just quietly. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, he goes on to say he got himself a souvenir in the form of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal Trophy. In Who's memory Andre? Of, 
oh, sorry, the Andrew the Giant Memorial Battle Royal Trophy in memory of Andrew the Giant. He says Better. he got fined a lot of money for smashing Madcap with a trophy, but he's so rich, it doesn't matter. And like every piece of art, you appreciate it more a second time. So he replays the video. He says we should all learn from that and appreciate that, and you should always show your boss total respect and never attempt to improve your station. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. If there wasn't a brand split, I would think something's afoot. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, he goes on to say most Moss wanted to get out oh, of the shadow. I get it. He's for MJF. He's definitely not for maybe. Ward. Yeah, he was making That's a prediction true. as well. He was. Well, he wanted to get out of his shadow to become a big star and rise to the top of WWE like a big shot. And who's laughing now, Jeff? He might just be the big bald wolf because he huffed and he puffed and put Madcap in an ambulance. Happy goes to the floor and smashes the trophy up before standing tall and waving the little <laughs> Andrew around. We get a recap of last week's attack by Gunther on Drew Gulak as Imperium make the entrance to send us to the break. I didn't mind this by Corbin. You you did say he's got X-Pac heat or the go-away heat. Yeah. But um, you know what, man? He pulled this off pretty well, in my opinion. No, this was fine if it was by itself, but it's not by itself. It's something we've been enduring for like seven months of not caring about any of this shit. And, you know, when it comes to Baron Corbin, mostly seven years of not caring about this shit. So it, it's hard. So you want to judge us alone? Yeah. I mean, this this was this is this was probably his finest moment, the pilmanization and and the aftermath. But it's been so nobody cares for so long. And you would have thought that the match at uh, whatever it was, Backlash, should, should have ended it. That, that should have ended the feud, not prolong it. Uh, it's just that they've got nothing to do with any of these guys because they only have 16 people on a roster. So, uh, you know, again, I'll say that the roster is too thin. And, you know, and Madcap's not going to get any more over, you know, just because he was fake pilmanized with a, with a statue. But, right. okay, you know. So, so be it. Um, I, I guess we're going to see him get his revenge again. You know, I guess his revenge tour will start in two or three weeks. I mean, how long do you have to stay off screen for a respectable neck injury? Well, that's what I was going to say, funny enough, Jeff, because this is the problem I have with this sort of angle is the fact how long are they going to keep Madcap Moss out for? Because, I mean, let's be honest, they're implying like he's got a broken neck. It did look pretty brutal, that, that chair spot. I'm not going to lie, even though it's clearly safe. But you know what I mean. To the untrained eye, that looked pretty brutal. So does that mean Madcap Moss stays out now for like six weeks and then comes back? I mean, look at Big E. He's still not even back yet. So how are they going to pull this off? Yeah, well, Big E's got a real broken neck. But I mean, right. even if even if they bring Madcap Moss back on, they should keep him out of the wrestling ring. So they should have like, stupid practical joke vignettes where he's screwing things up for for corbin like putting a boot on his car or putting like you know like in beverly hills cop putting the bananas in his tailpipe so that he can't go somewhere and he's late 
you know, uh, putting his his non waterproof watch in water in the, in the dressing room. So sort of tormenting him with with bad practical jokes, just to you know things that and like you know you know having it turn out that he pretended he was uh, Corbin and canceled his his personal articles insurance the day before there was a loss or something. Uh, yeah, just just torment them that way and prolong it. It'd probably be more entertaining than his promos and in the ring. And uh, at least, you know, you, you can do that while you're recuperating. But they're not that they're not that smart. They won't do it. Well that's the problem. We'll probably see him back by if not next week, the week after hundred percent man. I'll put my money on it. Or the next pay-per-view if All that. Corbin is in some sort of mixed match with somebody. We'll, we'll like see. a mixed we'll tag match, something like that. I don't mean mix, but I mean like a like a mashup tag team where they need another heel and they stick him there. If that's the case, you know that Moss is going to come back to you know cost them the match by attacking Corbin. I guess we can call him Super Moss once he does come back, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than Madcap. Hey, true. Good point. It's funny that well, I know somebody who sells like uh like sea moss and and says that it's like <laughs> super healthy. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Well. Speaking of interesting, we get Gunther in the middle of a matchup with uh, Drew Gulak. Gunther, or Gunther, ends up winning by pinfall with a Tenaru powerbomb. And post-match, Gunther puts a Boston cab, I mean crab, cab, <laughs> I say crab, but on Drew. And they, were, they were in Cedar Rapids, Michigan. That, that's uh, impressive getting a Boston cab out there. <laughs> a Boston cab, that's true. And Ricochet makes the save as Gunther. He's the worst uh, save I've ever seen. Oh, it was pathetic, to be honest. He trotted out there and he's like, put, he's like, has his arms out, like, wow, what are you doing? What do you think he's doing? He's a bad guy. He's beating someone up. <laughs> and who, what's his partner's name again? Kaiser or Kaiser, whatever the fuck it is. Ludwig Kaiser. Kaiser. That's it. As they walk off. And... The Kaiser is German for Caesar. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, why can't we just get Volta and uh, what's his name? I forgot his. I already forgot his other name. But anyway, Ricochet looks well, dumb. Yes, Marcel Bartel sounded French. Marcel Bartel, German. that's it. Well, he is German, but the well, Marcel Bartel. No, isn't he from Italy? It says. I don't know what it says, but Marcel Bartel certainly doesn't sound German or Austrian or Italian for that matter. I mean, I'm I'm more worried about where Fabian Eichner is. I mean, you know, he's probably going to be one of Joe Gacy's druids at this point. Yeah. Oh. Him and Von Wagner, they can be a new Imperium. <laughs> I can see that. Jesus Christ. Anyway, not much to say here other than Gunther, especially pre pre match. If you remember when they saw each other backstage, man, he gave a chop and a half. I mean, that really? felt, I I could feel that. Yeah, poor Drew Gulak. He gets beat up by Charlotte. He's getting beat up by Gunther. He'll probably get beat up by Ludwig. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe he should have been better invisible. Maybe. Maybe he should have been better. That's true. Well, anyway, like I said, nothing to write on him here other than Gunther looks like a million bucks. I'm hoping he gets a pretty good push on SmackDown moving forward. Do you think Vince likes him right now, Jeff? Yeah, I think he's heading for a collision course for the Intercontinental title. Let's hope you're right, because I'd love to see him as Intercontinental Champion. Heck, I'd love to see him uh, hold that belt for over a year, because it is the workman's belt when you think about it. Yeah, it's just too bad, because I like Ricochet also, and, you know. Really? I don't know. Maybe they can have a back-and-forth feud for a while. But, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see it at least last till Summer uh, uh, SummerSlam, yeah. I want to see Gunther absolutely destroy Mr. Finger Poker himself. Oh, Ricochet. 
<laughs> Speaking of stop it, we get LA Knights. Well, LA Knights, sorry, meeting Adam Pierce backstage and he introduces himself as Max Dupree. No, no. Dupree. Oh, Dupree. No, you said CEO. it. CEO. Dupree. Oh, well. well, whatever it is, Dupree, CEO of Maximum no, no, Male no, no, Models. No, no, no. Dupree. <laughs> Dupree. <laughs> is that better? You were so close. Ah, oh, well. Anyway, he says he's here to scout superstars that can headline Fashion Week and WrestleMania. Pierce doesn't know who he is, and Max tells him that Sonya Deville said Adam was very excited to have him when she hired him. Pierce goes on to say Sonya's sta- status means he's probably out of luck, and Dupree says he has signed the contract. So Adam says he guesses he'll have to reach out and work something out. What do you think of LA Knight becoming Max Dupree? However you <laughs> say it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't I, mind I, it. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I don't mind because I didn't like LA Knight. It sounded too much like like the sneakers that they had like in the in the 80s right, and 90s. Right, right, right. That's yeah, true. Good point. Um, British Knight. Right, British Knights. And, uh, you know, I, I would have preferred Max Marquis because it sounds more like consistent with the character and it's the same three syllables that they like, but yeah, it was fine. I mean, it would have been funny if Adam Pierce was like, I don't know you who you are. He's like, weren't you NWA champion? Didn't you watch me in NWA and, and uh-huh. impact before that and NXT, you didn't see me in any of those places. Not that, yeah, that's my, that's my cousin. <laughs> yeah. Well, you speaking of cousins, actually, Jeff, you know, what went through my mind, he kind of looked like Ezekiel or even Elias sort of side on actually dude. Yeah. More like Elias, more like Ezekiel than Elias. For sure, yeah. I like mean, if he grew the beard, he could possibly pass as Elias. Well, more like his his better looking younger brother. Maybe, maybe, definitely better looking younger brother, no doubt. Anyway, we get RK Bro getting ready for an interview to go to break, and uh, we come back from commercial as RK Bro are interviewed. Matt Riddle says he's been beating the Usos one by one week after week. And RK Bro 420 says, we just smoked your asses. Randy Orton goes on to say that the Usos are so cheesy but funny at the same time. Randy Orton says the Usos were sweating bullets earlier tonight because they know that after the smoke, who is Jeff, Roman mm. Reigns is going to look at them in disappointment and shame. What do you think of this little promo? Clearly, you didn't like it that much. It, it was fine. It was par. It, you know, I, I, I don't really passes. find all day. They've had funnier and more clever marijuana related jokes. Well, you can blame WWE because you know how they work, dude. If someone smokes that fucking Chiba Chiba, they're going to fucking give you shit about it week in, week out. It is what it is. I would have preferred if he said, you're not the Usos, you're the Chiba Chibas. That would have been funny. <laughs> that would have been funny. No doubt about it. Well, we move on to a recap of Raquel Rodriguez wrestling Ronda Rousey last week. Shotty Blackheart is shown watching in Gorilla when Alaya rolls up. They bicker at each other while Alaya is upset that Blackheart locked her in the locker room last week when Rodriguez rolls up. Shotty says she couldn't beat Ronda because she has all the physical tools, but she doesn't know what to do with them. Six feet of disappointment, and she's going to make her pay in their match right now. Raquel goes on to say, and tell her she's dead, but in Spanish, Jeff. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's much more menacing. That's a different much kind more. of muerte. <laughs> different kind of muerte. Definitely. 
Muerte de Ferrand. <laughs> so what do you think of Diesel? I mean, Raquel Rodriguez. Something's weird with this character. I mean, she's she's not sounding very natural. And I and I haven't quite figured out whether she's supposed to be a heel pretending to be a face or a face that just doesn't quite know how to be a face. But uh I don't know, the smiling and the the stone face. It, it's well i i mean they they all sort of speak this way so i don't know why i'm surprised but she didn't she didn't have a lot of natural charisma before in nxt um it's and well, now it's less she's with braun Strowman after all jeff well he at least has a character but i mean Does listen <laughs> she's big and she's a pretty good wrestler so i mean listen there's more hope for her than there is for what do you call her leah is that her name Oh, can't stand her, dude. Yes, Aaliyah, the she's from Canada, the Canadian Indian chick. I, I don't know where she's from. I don't know anything about her except that she lost for years in NXT and somehow she's on the main roster. And she's like, been in WWE for years now, man. And I don't even know how she hasn't been future endeavored. Maybe she's dating Kevin Dunn. <laughs> Yuck. Or Bruce. <laughs> oh, boy. Probably, who knows? I, I mean, mean you, must have... at this point, they've released so many people. You can't say maybe she's a very nice person because they've released some very nice people. You can't say she's a great wrestler because she's not. You can't say she's a team player because they've released plenty of team players. So, I mean, That's you true. know, I, I hate to go straight to the Harvey Weinstein thing, but it, I mean, oh. there's got to be something to make it make sense because, I mean, she's attractive, but she's not like, you know, like, like she's in the real world attractive, but as far as TV attractive, I mean, she's not particularly noteworthy. We've got a casting chain, WWE, folks. That's what Jeff is uh, implying. But anyway, let's move on to the match. What, what, I mean, what can we say other than, uh, you know, Raquel Gonzalez, oh, sorry, Rodriguez wins by pinfall with a one-arm power bomb. She looks kind of impressive. Shotzi's, you know, still doing Shotzi. I mean, eh, not, not much to say in this match other than it was just pretty much a squash. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Shotzi, you know, maybe we'll she'll get her due in this tag team tournament with, you know, one of her partners that's not released yet. <laughs> You're probably right. Well, we move to a backstage segment where Xavier Woods is interviewed in Gorilla. He asks if Butch can get things done by himself and says he's flying solo tonight and he invites him to do the same as Woods makes his entrance. And then we go into another break. So we get the match between Butch Dunn or Pete Butch Dunn versus Javier Woods. Oh, God. Woods gets the win by pinfall with a small package, and then Butch goes banana. Hey, why, why are you insulting him that way? I'm just saying, man. What's his bullshit when he runs out of the fucking ring? And no, no, we've all seen his package in the videos. It's not small. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't get it. And why are they implying, is he Irish or are they saying that he's an Englishman? I'm talking about Butch. Oh, I think that they're implying he's a feral dog. God. Anyway, whatever. I mean, he looks like he's having fun. At least that matters, right? Yeah, no, he's, he definitely seems to be having fun. I mean, all they, they all seem to be having fun with this nonsense. I mean, you know, it's a, <laughs> it is not silly, but I mean, Piton had no chance the way he was. So, I mean, he, he would be like a, a liar. So why not? I mean, it's all right. But didn't Xavier Woods say he was going to have a surprise partner this coming week? Yes, he did. As a matter of fact, as we get back from a commercial, 
Xavier Woods is interviewed backstage once again, and he says he's sick of number of the numbers game, and he's got somebody to join him and Kofi for a six-man tag team match that the brawling brutes aren't going to like. Wow. Right. So who could that be? Well, let's see. I mean, let's the UK, you got uh, a British guy, a Scot, two British guys, and a Scottish guy. It's surely Who'd- Drew McIntyre here. Come on. Well, uh, yeah, I mean that will put him in. It's, it's sort of like a step down for him, isn't it? But uh, it is. But uh, it just feels obvious, man. Yeah, um, it does seem that way. I mean, they're obviously not bringing anyone back. It's uh, you know clearly not going to be Cesaro or you know someone that. Well, it's not that Cesaro is interesting, but at least it'd be different. You know, from uh, two months ago, anyway. I don't know. Yeah, no. there, there aren't a lot of people on the SmackDown roster period that aren't really doing anything that are faces that you could see with the the new day we know it's not big e well it's definitely not big e that's for sure so who could it be um other than drew mcintyre i can't really think of anybody else is it could no. it be J- jordan devlin oh, God. fellow irishman oh don't be surprised dude remember he had his final match in in uh nxt uk i, I believe the week before last week Talk about vanilla midgets. Wow. I mean, I, dude, do not be surprised if it's Jordan Devlin. You are, you're really selling the Drew McIntyre thing. Well, uh, I'm sorry if you keep talking about Jordan Devlin. I'm hoping it is Drew if it's, if we have to pick between Devlin and, and Drew. Yeah. Because if, if it's, it's Jordan a binary Devlin, choice, for sure. Yeah. Oh, boy. I hope I didn't jinx it right now because I've got a bad feeling, Jeff. Maybe it'll be Maki Ito. I'd rather that than Jordan Devlin. Seriously, he's that boring to me. He's a poor man's Finn. Finn did even train him, for Christ's sake. I mean, I don't want to see him on the main roster, that's for sure. Johnny Smackdown. Well, that would be better. But it doesn't. I still still don't understand why they fired him in the first place, Jeff, really. They brought him back. He was on television, and then they fired him. I mean, he's he's one of many I don't understand, but you know, he he would be sort of in the upper echelon of of me scratching my head. I mean, if there's reasons for my bald spark to have to have to do with scratching heads over WW releases, uh, John Morrison is definitely has caused me some hair loss in, in my bald spot. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we do get a commentary uh, sort of segment where they talk about Sasha Banks and Naomi walking out on Monday and announces that they've been suspended indefinitely. There'll be a tournament to crown a new tag team champs as we get the entrances to the main event. Do you think, I mean, there's no chance this is a work, right? There's always a chance, but I don't think so. People keep saying because the USA network is tweeting about it and stuff. That's a work. I just think they're trying to get whatever dollars they can, they can out of it. No, but we, we, I mean, we know who the new champions are going to be. It's going to be Steffi McMahon and Brandy Rhodes, the chief branding officers. They're going to face oh, no. off against the Bellas in the in the finals. The, the, the dream no. match. Jeez, please, no, no. Let's let's hope that does not happen, Jeff. That I absolutely hope that happens. Oh boy! Well, Jeff, before we get to the main event, Ooh, fatal three way you- with Melina and Alicia Fox. I'm so good at this Never- booking. Oh, God, let me hang myself right now. Whoops. Anyway, I just want to say, do you like video games, Jeff? I do not. I'm a grown-up. Well, that's not good because have you heard of the video game connection with your homie and my homie, Homeboy88? 
uh no but do tell tell me more i've been listening <laughs> well i suggest you go and listen to it wherever podcasts are found and uh i'm telling you you won't be disappointed because you'll hear it right here in our break as we come back after these quick messages Hello, this is Homeboy88 for the Video Game Connection. Join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear. Join Ivan, Big Tom, and myself as we review the latest games, up-to-date gaming news, and game previews all in comedic form. It's a jam-packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs. Listen to the Video Game Connection wherever you listen to podcasts, except Walmart, never Walmart. Keep gaming and keep listening to the Video Game Connection. And we're back after those quick messages by Homeboy88 himself. I'm so excited. I need to start playing video games. The Video Game Connection, Jeff, I'm telling you, it is a You must. are kidding. He is, my, he is our homeboy, mine too. Yeah, absolutely. Did you know he even raps to video game music? I did not know. Wow. Does where does it end? Well, where does it end? That's true. But nevertheless, go check it out wherever your favorite podcasts are downloaded. Does he wear like MC Hammer pants? He possibly could. I mean, he's from California after all. So I mean, <laughs> you know, you never know. He might have. But anyway, he's West Coast. He's West Coast. Wow. He's West Coast. Legit. Legit. Legit West Coast. Well, anyway, speaking of the West Coast and legit, we get uh, Matt Riddle and Randy Orton, RK Bro, representing Raw as your Raw Tag Team Champions versus the Usos, Jimmy and Jay Uso, your SmackDown Tag Team Champions for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship Raw Tag Team Championship Unification Match. Jeff, right here on SmackDown, instead of on pay-per-view like we're supposed to get it, I thought I this am. match could have been better. It could have been better. Well, I heard that this match, the ending was decided just minutes before they went on air. They they weren't even sure about doing this unification match or having a, a an actual finish, a, a title change. Um, I mean, it was now a clean yeah. finish, but yeah, no, the, the match was okay. I mean, it, it was not a pay-per-view quality match. It wasn't a particularly good match, but I mean, I didn't think it was particularly bad either. Well, it wasn't bad. Not at all. Well, and it's funny because Riddle gets the I like tag the again. For sure. Well, Riddle does get the tag. Is a palais kick, kip up, charging forearms, fisherman suplex, high jump, senton, but the knees are up, back suplex, neck breaker, up top, jockeying for position. Roma runs in for the assist. Jay off the, off the top rope. Boom, one, two, three. The Usos win by pinfall with a diving splash from Jay Uso on Matt Riddle to unify. The WWE Raw and WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships. And did you see the new design? I didn't see the new design, no. You didn't? Well, but look, it's the same design with the top sort of being red, the bottom blue, and the middle sort of black. Oh, no, I didn't see that at all. Um, all right. So there's actually a new set of belts, or is this just a graphic? Apparently, it's a new set of belts. So they're planning to do this for a while, huh? I guess they were. I mean, 
I guess. I mean, are we going to get a raw SmackDown unification of shows? Slowly, slowly. Is that what's happening? I mean, hasn't it already sort of been that way for a bit? It has, but officially. Do they ever really need to say anything? I mean, it's it, it's hard to imagine unless they can somehow make the both networks happy. I mean, both networks are paying them a shit ton of money. And if you want to compile Peacock with USA, more is on the raw side, you know, on the ledger of money wise. So um, I don't know. I, I'm finding it hard to believe, but. They have let a lot of people go. There's not a whole lot of teams, but I guess between both shows, between mashup teams, maybe they have five actual teams in the, in the division besides these two. Maybe. But, uh, I mean, I think it would be good for both networks, to be honest with you, Jeff, to actually have both shows together once again, in my opinion. It could. Listen, it, it's all about the booking, and it's all about the stories. And, you know... WWE matches are going to be WWE matches. Some of them are going to be good. Some of them are going to be bad. Most of them are going to be in the middle. Like there's not going to be that many that are spectacular that are going to be on TV. It's going to be mostly homogenized and, and pretty safe. You know, every now and then you'll have a horrible freak accident, like with um, Ridge Holland and, and Big E. But for the most right. part, you week in, week out, you know what you're going to get. So it's it's got to be the story. So, I, you know. I guess if it gives them more characters to play with and rotate on the on the different nights, that's fine. But if you're a viewer like you or I who watch both shows, it, it's going to feel more or less the same. I, you know, I don't know. I, I think they desperately need more faces and more bodies, but really what they need are more interesting stories. I agree. I agree 100%, man. And it's funny because I think this is going to be the quickest smack talk on record in the history of the PWC Friday Night Smack Talk because, like we're saying just off the air, I mean, is there really much, you know many interesting angles going on in WWE right now? Sure, the shows are pretty good to watch, but yeah, it's just you know going with emotions pretty much. Well, I think our definition of good has changed, like from Definitely. you know from from what used to be okay because we got so much bad that something's okay now feels good. But listen, right. to the folks who want to hear what we really think about WWE in ways that they can improve themselves. Listen to outside interference. The first episode was on a 12 point plan, 12 action items for WWE to improve itself. And the second episode was on AEW for it to improve itself. And that one was live. So we had people in the chat and I prepared a Baker's dozen of 13, but I think between the folks in the chat, there might've might be 15, 16, 17 ideas in there that, that are noteworthy. So check those shows out and let us know what you think. But yeah, you're right. Smack talk. It, it, we go through it quickly because WWE programming isn't that interesting. And for two hours of television, you know, you, you figure that there's probably close to 25 to 30 minutes of commercials, you know, TV commercials on it. You probably have another 10 or 12 minutes of WWE commercials. And then you have another probably 12 or 15 minutes of WWE recaps. Um, and all of their entrances take freaking forever. So, I mean, you know, we probably have a, what, a 47 minutes of in-ring and promo content to talk about. If that, if that, right. what are you talking about? So our, right. So our show, if it's longer than that, we, we've probably talked too much. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, we can go on and on about what's wrong with WB, but like you said, check out the outside interference show that Jeff and I actually did. 
It's it's a great show that we tell exactly what's wrong with WWE and what needs to be changed. And that's the problem. If we just keep continuing on saying the same shit week in, week out, because really it's the same gripes week in, week out when it comes to WWE. That's why I grade the Mon show. I grade Raw negative three. I grade SmackDown negative two. And then I take my grades from there. So, you know, oh. so this week I probably would have given SmackDown like a seven, seven and a half. So I give it a five, five and a half. You know, it's been okay after the minus two. I'd give it about a seven, man. Yeah, but you don't have the same curve as me. I mean, you I'm sure you don't, you're not giving it a nine. No, hell no. And even a seven is being way too generous. Like you said, I think our <laughs> Our standard has dropped big time, and it's sad. But for what it is, I enjoyed it for what it was. You know what I'm saying? But it, sure, it wasn't the best, best fucking show. Far from it. Listen, and not to throw the you know so much on WWE. I I suffer through MLW and NWA and and New Japan Strong, and they're all the same. I mean, they're. I mean, some of them might think they're edgier, or they might do more dives, or you know, stuff like that. But it's mostly the same. I mean, yeah, they dropped the F-bomb on MLW, but I don't know. It, there's really just too much wrestling out there, and there's only, you know, wrestling is all some form of a rerun, uh, and when there's too much of it, it's just way too exposed. No, you're right, man. It's it, it's true. It is it's it is way too exposed, and unfortunately for you, you watch absolutely every show. You should be doing a show right here on the PWC Network, actually, Jeff about mlw and all those other shows because unfortunately like I, I just can't i don't have time to watch that stuff you know even though i want to well i just might if there's enough people who want me to maybe i will um well, how about we do a test run jeff and see uh if the people listen to it ah, well, something something to consider we can certainly uh talk about that as well i don't watch impact though because i don't have access so that's all right neither do i but i do have access to it but i uh, just I can't stand the production, man. Speaking of access, was New Japan Strong on yesterday or not? Because I can't find the ratings anywhere, which, are, I mean, is normally impossible. I normally can find them because I found impacts. But I'm wondering if it just wasn't on because of the Super Juniors tournament was on. They just didn't, they decided not to compete with themselves. I don't think it was on because I've heard nothing about it, funny enough, Jeff. Okay. I, I'm going to go with it's that. You're wrong. No, no, I, I mean, I didn't just search Twitter. I searched the regular internet. I put in dates. I put in ratings. I just put in the show, show results, right. Not, nothing. And the only thing I could find is something about the Super Juniors. So I'm thinking that maybe they just didn't air it this week because of the Super Juniors. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll check that out, actually, Jeff. But, uh, yeah, that's interesting, man. Nevertheless, tell them where they can find you, my man. Hammerlock Hangovers is my wrestling podcast with Pig da Big Daddy Cool, Pig Daddy Cool, Pig Daddy Cool, Steve <laughs> Pena, cool. a little piggy, like War Pig and, and Pig Daddy Cool. Um, Garden Daddy of Doom cool. is my non-wrestling uh, podcast. It's uh, esoterica, philosophy, theosophy, mythology, a little bit of pop culture here or there, monsters, stuff like that. Um, Garden Views is sort of the cousin show to that. And that's more like a deep dive into one particular issue, which should be of intellectual interest to people, including things like mental health law, um, student loans, law of the sea, stuff like that. Um, on Twitter, you can follow me at, at IcarusFellMD, at HammerlockHO, and both Garden of Doom and Hammerlock Hangover have Facebook pages. So, And, and both shows are right here on the PWC network. 
and also kindly on the Wrestling Soup Network as well. And a fond hello to those folks and shout out to those folks and also uh, to our friends over at the PW Hustle and Lean Media Group and that Mark Media and Channel Attitude and all, 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 the, all the sisters that we're kissing. <laughs> well, look, like as Jeff was saying, we're absolutely everywhere, folks. So as Jeff said, if you want to follow me, you can on Twitter at the PWC Network and also at DJ Mass Effects. Also, please like and subscribe at the PWCnetwork.podbean.com. Even give us a thumb up or even a review or even a, a dislike. Either way, anything would be great. Also, like and subscribe at channelattitude.com. It only costs $5 slap, pretty much, Jeff, like the Ayatollah himself gives, Bin Hamin. And also, speaking of Bin Hamin, like and subscribe at hamimediagroup.podbean.com where you can find all our affiliate shows. In saying yeah, give that, us a dislike, become a bunghole. Yeah, a bunghole, the, like Jeff said. Join the bunghole, boys. <laughs> Why mention names? In saying that, I'm Jimmy T, he's Dr. Jeff Lippman, and you've been listening to the PWC Friday Night Smack Talk right here on the PWC Network. Peace. Stay able, my friends. new modeling agency maximum male models and tonight 
discovery begins of a new generation of WWE superstars who can headline Paris Fashion Week and also headline WrestleMania. Okay, uh, so I'm just hearing this for the first time. Really? Yeah, I, I was told you were really excited to have me here. And who told you that? Uh, well, the person who hired me, and that's WWE official Sonya Deville. Okay, so, yeah, this is awkward. So Sonya was relieved of her duties as official a couple of weeks ago, and the circumstances surrounding the dismissal probably make this going forward not a good idea. You know, Adam, you're right about one thing. This is awkward. Because my agency and I, we have a signed contract. Okay, so then I, I guess I better reach out to my legal department. Right, you should. Sorry, what was your yeah. name again? It's Max Dupree. Pleasure to meet you, Max Dupree. No, no. Max Dupree. Okay, Max Dupree. You're so close. And Sami Zayn in trouble. Nakamura could be setting up for the Kinshasa to put Zayn away, who ducks underneath. Runs into an elbow by Shin. And the King oh. Strong style dumped outside the ring by Sammy. So to claim greatest tag team of all time would be pretty disrespectful if you don't do something that not even Alpha and Sika, the wild Samoans, ever accomplished. What is that accomplishment? Unify the tag team titles. Don't just be the longest reigning SmackDown Tag Team Champions of all time. Be the only tag team ever, ever, to be SmackDown Tag Team Champions and Raw Tag Team Champions at the very same time. And to do so, the Usos have to defeat Randy Orton and Riddle RK-Bro. Let's give credit where credit's due. This is the best tag team in SmackDown against the best tag team on Raw. Perhaps the best tag team in the history of Monday Night Raw. But the Usos have to earn their spot. They have to be relevant. They can't be yesterday's news. And it's not enough just to be the cousins of the Tribal Chief. So tonight, ladies and gentlemen, the Usos will come home, the undisputed tag team champions, or they won't come home to the island of relevancy at all. Oh, and a power bomb to Gulak. Gunther will stack him up, and another win for the ring general. Here is your win. believe Gunther is done yet. Gunther now. A Boston crab applied to Gulak. Gulak screaming, tapping. Ludwig is smiling. He's toying with them. Yard it be true. Meanwhile, Gunther, uh, let's go with the Boston crab because here comes the Intercontinental Champion, Ricochet. Love Ricochet coming out here to defend Drew Gulak. On a check on a, his friend Gulak after the assault by Gunther. 
Look at Gunther leaving. The courage on Ricochet. Oh! Woods hooks the land backwards. Woods wins again. The Backwoods gets a dunk for Xavier Woods. And Xavier Woods celebrating. Look out behind Xavier. Uh, now the rolling boots. Holland on the left, Sheamus on the right. Are they here to show us? Oh, from behind is Butch. Where the hell did Butch come from? And Butch assaulting Woods. How can you not be impressed? Shotzi up top. Chingona bomb by Raquel Rodriguez. Impressive again. Wow. Here is your winner, Raquel Rodriguez. One. now driving. Sammy face first into the ring post. And now Sammy Zayn driven over into the timekeeper's area. And now on a count of five, it's Nakamura back into the ring. Trying to beat Sammy Zayn in his own game. Anything you can do, I can do better, Shinsuke Zayn to Sammy. Count of eight, Sammy Zayn falling in a count of nine. Barely beats the count. Kinshasa!
Forget about ratings. Forget about who's in the main event. Just look at who has all the unified champions in this business. Guillotine, guillotine locked in. Guillotine locked in and out step off the face of Randy Orton. The face of the A show. Riddle's fading. Roman Reigns.
right infidels you found us here channelattitude.com hameen media group where you get the most real talk the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from aew and wwe impact and more because we're gonna break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at hmg so you don't need to go anywhere else because there's no five stars here there's only five dollar face slaps infidel hello so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! The PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.